Welcome to the Digital Marketing Insights Podcast, brought to you by Brightside Digital. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. I'm delighted to say today we have Catherine, who's a digital marketing and social media specialist. Catherine, how are you doing? Good, Tom. Good. How are you? Yeah, very good. Thank you. Thank you for doing the show. Catherine, we always start off the same and we ask everyone, first and foremost, can you tell everyone a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. So I suppose, first of all, Tom, thanks so much for having me on today. Um, But yeah, I suppose a little bit about me. Um, I work for a non-for-profit called Mocker Firma. Um, We're based here kind of in the farm centre, but we have clubs all around the country. So I'm kind of do a bit of everything here, but my main like role, I suppose, as you said, there is digital marketing and um, social media. So there I touch on a bit of everything from like website events, social media would be a big one. Um, so a bit of everything. Um, I suppose for this role, I was actually working in marketing agency. So it's kind of like a social media marketing agency. Um, so that was kind of like my first role just coming out of college. Um, I would have went to college down in Waterford, so WIT. Um, there I studied business and I specialised into marketing. Um, and I would have done like an internship um, with a company called Neoformer Tech Company. Um, and I suppose after working there, I just knew that like it was definitely the area I wanted to get into. And it really opened up my eyes to like how big the world of marketing is. I suppose you don't really realise that when you're studying at first in like college. But like there's just so many different areas and how specialised it is. Um, it really, really opened my eyes to that. So I suppose when I finished there, like my last semester in college, it was we landed into lockdown and there was no job. So um, I decided that I knew I was going to get a job. I was determined I was going to get a job in marketing. So I decided to do a part-time master's with TUD in Dublin. So that was digital marketing and analytics um, there, which was really good. Um, and yeah, I would have landed my job then with the agency um, before moving over here to Mokra. So it's been a whirlwind, but I suppose that's a bit about me. Brilliant. And now looking back at where you are today, what would you see as your main strength in digital? Um, I think just from my experience so far, definitely social media. Um, expect like I suppose in the last role, it was really like promoting businesses, getting their word out and social, getting people to recognize who they are even. Um, I would have even seen some businesses come from complete startups from like this, the idea, how can we spread the word? And it's like social, 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 social. Um, and now where I am now, it's really like we capture like the audience and like drive them back to our website. Um, and you really see it more and more that more people are looking for socials um, or looking at social media before you even buy something online now you find people are looking at their social media to be like hmm, how good are they actually um, aside from that I suppose one um, that's really come to life for me in the last year or two is like emails and newsletters so I suppose e-letters um, they're something that are, they're good informative tools um, and they're good for getting out information and I suppose they can drive landing pages then to your website as well, which are really interesting as well. It's really interesting yeah. as well. And um, to touch more on social for a moment, what do you 
what's your preferred platforms and do you have any tips for our audience about how they can navigate and improve their socials um i suppose this is something like you should always look at like what your business is i see so many people that like just see instagram facebook and they're like right just slab it all up but like it's so important to look at like what your business is like if you're b2b like you probably don't really need facebook and instagram some people might argue with that, but I don't see it being too important because if you're B2B, that's like your businesses are on LinkedIn, like the working people are on LinkedIn. Um, so LinkedIn is really important. But then if you're B2C, you're selling products um, or you just want to get people to know about like your service and stuff, that's where like Instagram, Facebook is really good. And I suppose like you can't go without talking about TikTok nowadays. Um, it's an incredible source and it's probably... The main influence of how Facebook and Instagram is changing as well, especially Instagram going to more like reels and pushing video now as well and content like that. Um, so they're really important. It does depend what you are. So I suppose us as a non-for-profit, our members like to see themselves being recognized. So that's where you show them on like your Facebook, your Instagram. But then on our LinkedIn, we're kind of like letting people know what we're doing as an organization and that's kind of to drive maybe people being interested in giving us sponsorship or getting sponsorship down the line people might be like oh yeah we'll see what they're doing and even on twitter we might do a bit more it's kind of like linkedin um because you just see a lot of policy works up there and a lot of tds are there so i suppose you're really dependent where you are um on what you're trying to target um like that at uh, tiktok as well we try to show our events and things we're doing there because it just shows like we're a rural youth organization. Um, so you're kind of getting the youth at the forefront. There's no point getting into the nitty gritty of like meetings around here, meetings around there. You just want to show the fun and social aspect um, there. Is there any particular social campaigns or work that you're really proud of that, you know, had a really good either result or outcome? Um here in Makra we every year since like so before I worked for Makra I would have actually been a member for years Um, only really appreciate everything head office does now I suppose since I started here but every year it's always been known that in March there's always a membership drive so the the year for our members would run September September so you kind of pay your membership in September but it's always been a on I suppose known thing to really familiar people but um like the mockery year, you can get um sorry, you can get a discount for 18 months for the price of 12 from March. So you pay the same price as you would in September if you join in March, if you're a new member. Um, I suppose this was something that was never advertised before, and um, me starting here this year. And I kind of got on the bandwagon in January and I was just like, right, this is something we're gonna hone in on, we're gonna, you know, really advertise, really push. And I got some like good, really good content done up at our events that are happening in January and February and just pushed it for the whole month, pushed really good content um, quality content. It's because quality is better than quantity, um, especially when you're showing off an organization or a business. And yeah, it was really successful. You could see loads of members come back being like, well, you're really showing like what Mocker's all about. And it was really good advertisement for the company. And it just the feedback from members from other organizations um that had to come back to us it was just it was really good so i suppose that was um 
really nice for me to get that back after I suppose all the work that would have went in beforehand. That's brilliant. And in terms of reporting, is uh, is do you have a method to kick out your results? Do you do you have KPIs that you've set or someone else has set, or how do you know about your success and your growth in your role? Yeah, so I suppose I'd have my own KPIs that I've set out. So that's in terms of like not just like followers and things like that but like your engagement how people are interacting or people sharing um and before a campaign I'd set what I'd like that to be um and then I kind of measure that through the likes of like Zoho Social um or even on our like we do a lot of news releases and press releases um into like I suppose digitally online and then they go into actual newspapers as well so we use the likes of Media HQ for that um so that's a really good tool as well because you get all your insights and your reporting back from that. And we also use RuPoint, um, which come back, they kind of like um, gather everywhere where Mocker has been mentioned. Um, so from like newspapers, online, um, on websites and stuff like that. And I think like from November last year till May of this year, we had like, I think it was just over 3,000 mentions in like mention on sorry in like newspapers and like you know your online newspapers as well per se um which was incredible as well but that was a good push um especially coming out of covid it just shows what we really can do as an organization as well uh you mentioned media hq which would have been my next question around the support in kind of uh softwares yep. but for our audience can you explain a little bit more in detail on media hq i'm familiar with it and also your what you uh what you think its impact is on irish journalists or writers or editors and stuff how, how do you find it for an irish market as well um i suppose i before starting this role i had no real i not so sorry i before starting this role I suppose I hadn't really worked with newspapers. Um, I hadn't touched that landscape at all. So I suppose as a resource to start with, they're so good. Like I had an hour's training with the guys um, just to really get a grasp of the platform. Um, so they are really, really good and they're good at following up if you have questions and things like that. But um, as you're saying there in the Irish landscape, I, I personally think it's amazing. Like you have like your journalists and your newspapers that literally like a touch of a button like I can go in and I can see who might I need to contact in Farmer's Journal or the Farming Independent and just because that's related to my field so you're not just sending out things aimlessly into like into journalists that won't be able to pick up on her and it's not an interest we're actually getting our news releases and article right to the right person it's landing on the right desk um and I suppose it allows them to contact me also if, if they want to cover something that's happening or if they want um a comment from Mocker or something that's going on in the on in the news and things like that. So I suppose it's just actually after really helping connect people because I suppose like who would have known of me only that my name was up on that um resource. Like you're not going to know of people who are working in different areas unless it's there and it's readily available. Um so I, I do think it's a really, really good tool and certainly like they're developing it all the time Um, I think I was actually had a call there today that they're updating it even more so um there's new features and stuff coming out so it's a great tool um definitely a great tool to use brilliant and 
just uh, to ask, is there any other additional kind of softwares and stuff that you use, especially from a social point of view that you might not have mentioned already? Yeah, so I don't know if I've already said this, but I use the likes of Zoho Social. So I would have used that in my last job um, with the social guys. But um, it's really handy. So just say if I was to post up something like it's a scheduling platform, but it also, it gives you insights on like your best times to post when people are most interacting with you. Like who are the people that are interacting with you most, um, your recent interactions, but it can give that all back to you. Um, it can give you like three months condensed together with of like reporting um, and insights all to one, which is great when you have to, as a marketer, like you have to feed back these reports to management. Um, so to prove what you're doing is working, I suppose, in a way. Well, not prove, but like show what you're doing is working. Um, so that's a really good tool. Um, and then I suppose everyone, I suppose, nearly uses Canva nearly at this rate or has an idea of it. So the likes of that is very good as well. To focus on yourself for a second, Catherine, is there any areas you're looking to upskill into and why? Um, God, I suppose... Um, I was thinking about this question like I just find like as marketers like I obviously have a good few friends in the field as well you're nearly expected to be this like amazingly creative person just because you're in marketing which if you're in that area you definitely are to a certain extent um so I suppose I would like to just like I was mentioning there I do use Canva quite a bit um so I suppose maybe in the area of like graphic design I'd like to definitely go into that a bit more um but definitely it's upskill I think it's just you're always constantly learning like I listen to a lot of podcasts like this one and there's loads of them out there or like the reading newsletters um I think you can constantly upskill yourself a little bit but then um sorry I the likes of like content um like content marketing um that's definitely an area I want to grow my skills in a lot more as well so I've been looking into a few courses into that as well brilliant brilliant and yeah and uh, looking at the digital industry as a whole, yeah, is there anything that you're thinking you're really excited about coming down the line? Oh God, yes. Um, I suppose I just think because of the likes of TikTok, which is like a phenomenal platform and it's constantly grown, and I really do think it influences the likes of um, like Instagram and other websites as well. But like, I think um, I think did I read it or hear it somewhere? The likes of like influencers think will always be important like they are like you know a new age of marketing but I think the fact of like content creators that you don't actually have to have this massive following that like I think it's going to become bigger and bigger that companies they just want content it's you need more now than just a picture um which is why I think you see even influencers on on the likes of Instagram and everything they are posting more videos of actual content because that is where the industry is moving to that we need video people want to see video but it has to be like interactive engaging you want to see a product working or how a service works or people's reviews so I think it's going to move more from the fact of needing 10,000 followers to just actually producing good content and be good at it and that if you can do that in volume like I think that's an area that's going to grow um um, I suppose work-wise, like digitally, like we're changing as we're, we're not changing. We were, we're undergoing like a new brand here, um, which will be launching soon in September. Um, so I suppose that's going to be really interesting for me to see like how that develops. Um, I suppose I know what's going to 
potentially look like digitally but when that like rolls out and it's fully there and it's out there just for the the branding like you're going to see it like online in print on we're going to see it on like jackets and hoodies and everything like that and like you're always going to have some adversity to change so like I'm ready for that I'm ready to hear that but it's how people are open to it and how our brand becomes then more recognizable or like every brand or organization or company like yeah if your brand is recognizable you're fighting a constant battle um whereas like the agency we would have used to undergo this brand like the mocker brand was like minus score in in people being able to recognize the brand so that's why we've undergone it and it's just going to be really interesting to see um post branding or the new brand how that goes from there then yeah that would be really exciting and yeah i look forward to seeing that lastly Catherine, we always ask on the show how it's a question to try and understand the people behind the roles a little bit more and the question is if you could bottle up one personality trait and pass it on to others what would it be oh god this is definitely the hardest question um i think as irish people we hate boasting ourselves um I was actually talking to a friend last night and I was just like saying it to her and she was like, Catherine, what are you on about? Like, you're just, you're like, you're so driven and like, I suppose being driven is being like self-disciplined. So I suppose um, just with coming out of COVID and doing the master's part-time while also then working full-time, like that takes a lot of discipline to be turning down plans with friends and wanting to get it done. Um, and I suppose that kind of ties in with just like, I would, I would like to think, I do think that I have like good integrity and honesty with jobs like like the like of this new brand. Like I want to see it through, but I'm not just doing it for the sake of doing that. Like you want to have pride in what you do. Um, I'm definitely like new enough into the whole marketing world and I'm excited, I suppose, to see where I will be in five years time. But like, I think you just need to have pride in the work you're doing. Like it's what you're doing for the most part every single day. So if you're just doing it for the sake of doing it, it's no joy. Whereas if you actually like what you're doing and you're taking pride in it, um, no matter what your job is, I just think it'll show to other employees, like your fellow employees, um, sorry, your fellow co-workers, um, your fellow co-workers will see that as well. And it just, it's a, it's a good way of forming habits. Like, um, like I, like before, obviously the, when I was in college or working part-time jobs, I think it's something I've always thought of is like, you know taking a bit of pride in what you do like I remember I used to work in a race course and you know you'd be stacking bottles into a fridge but like I'd be that person that's there stacking the bottles into the fridge and making sure all the labels are turned out right just so when someone comes up to the fridge and they take out a bottle where it's the first one or the last one it looks nice so I suppose that's just taking pride in that but like that carries through then that like forming that good habit of actually caring what you do when you go into a professional workplace then it's that's the thing of like turning up early every single day um you know just having them good habits that like you're there you're working you're not getting distracted with being on your phone and things like that um but yeah I suppose yeah forming good habits will help you have good integrity throughout your working life hopefully um well fingers crossed anyways I'm definitely on the early path of my career but um yeah fingers crossed it sounds like you're on the right path for the same. And Catherine, um, I just want to say first and foremost, thank you so much for being on the show. And I'm sure everyone listening has loved what you had to say. So thank you. Oh, thanks so much, Tom. I really appreciate it.